Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And uh, we have a really interesting show. It's jam-packed with all kinds of stuff tonight. And um, you are going to be challenged. And we're going to, if, uh, if I want to tell you one thing, just stick around. Because if you are one of those many folks like me getting close to Medicaid or Medicare era, he'll explain all that for you. Now's the enrollment time for Medicare. And uh, we need to know what to do. And there's free ways to do it, which that's free. Did you hear me? Free. You pay nothing. If you go to the government, they'll give you a big manual this thick and say, go look through that. Well, I got a guy on here. Greg is going to come in and he's going to tell you some different things that he can do this. And it doesn't cost you anything. I'm not kidding you. I'm, I, I know it sounds too good to be true, but it's not. It doesn't cost you anything. The insurance companies pay him to help explain to you how to do this. So we're going to have that coming up a little bit later. But first, the Oregon legislature needs to be slapped. They've done something really bad today. And I am not a happy camper. And you guys know how I feel about the redistricting issue in Oregon. Well, let me get to some articles. You're going to be there. Our House Speaker... Tina Kotek, a Democrat, a very powerful Democrat running for governor, she's already said, they're doing this redistricting, right? And we all know that it's already unfair. I am reading to you an article from Oregon Public Broadcasting. So this is a more left-wing kind of branch of the, of the media. And it says, House Speaker Tina Kotek is pulling back on a deal to grant minority Republicans equal say in the state's new political maps. She agreed earlier. I'm, this is me. She agreed earlier to let people, let the Republicans have an equal say in this. OPB has learned that Kotek told her caucus on Monday that she would appoint a new committee with Democrats outweighing Republicans in order to pass a new congressional map likely to give Democrat control to five of the state's six seats. What that is saying is she's giving permission to cheat again in Oregon. That's contrary to an agreement. I said that part. This is OPB. That's contrary to an agreement the House Speaker cut with Republicans earlier this year when she agreed to give them their party and the House Redistricting Committee, uh, thereby requiring some GOP buy-in from the plan on that committee. Now, an organization, Kotek explained to her members in caucus that she'd hoped that an even split would result in consensus, but the Republicans ultimately refused to grant a courtesy vote that would allow Democrats' plan to pass out of committee and to the House floor where Democrats could easily approve their plan, not a, not a bipartisan plan, their plan. That's in OPB. The congressional plan being floated by Democrats has been decried by Republicans and others as an attempt to gerrymander the state plan score, a tool that analyzes redistricting plans for partisan bias, found that the map weighed in Democrats' favor. Hmm. So then we get this press release from the Republicans, and it says House Republican leader Christine Drazen uh, re released a following statement in response to the House Democrats' creation of this new partisan committee to force through a gerrymandered co uh, congressional map. The Speaker has created a new partisan committee to force through the Democrats' illegal congressional redistricting map. She lied and broke her promise not just to us but to Oregonians. She just sold the soul of our state for Democrats' political gain. She's determined to gerrymander Oregon's congressional maps. Republicans have been in the table extending a hand so that we can work together on fair maps. We wanted to be responsive to the public testimony. The map doesn't do that. So can you believe that? 
So here it is. She agrees. Kotek agrees to put three Republicans and three Democrats together to come up with a fair plan. They have not been able to do that. They've been going back and forth. And we had Sherry from that committee on here a while back talking about this. So it is, it wasn't a fair plan. Now she's created a new committee to come in and create this plan. That's going to again, again, favor Democrats in Oregon. And so if you think that's fair, I don't give a shit if it's Democrats or Republicans. I really don't. But this has been going on for 30 plus years of gerrymandering the boundaries so that people like me, I live in rural Lane County and with my neighbors in Cresswell, Cottage Grove and the McKinsey area. And we are put into the same area with South Eugene and the University of Oregon. You're supposed to be in like minded groups so that those those people are represented. So all of our votes get washed out by their votes. That's the whole scheme. And so once again, it's going to happen again in Oregon. And so that's why we have a supermajority. It's not because people are voting necessarily Democrat. It's because it's skewed. And that is wrong. It's what's been going on in Oregon for so long. And people wonder why people are getting the hell out of here. It's because I don't mind people winning when it's fair. When you're putting all your cards on the table and you're playing a fair game, who's ever the best, good. But when you cheat, when you cheat, that is not Oregon. And this is absolutely, and, and Kotek is running for governor. So if she runs for governor after Kate Brown is gone and becomes your next governor, here we go again. This is what you get. This is what you get. And it was supposed to be a fair thing. It just pisses me off. I can't even believe it. And that was an article from Oregon Public Broadcasting. That's not some right wing group writing an article and others are going to see this is gerrymandering. It's unfair. And this year we get an extra congressional seat. And so now they've twisted around. So that's going to favor the Democrats party. And again, I don't don't try to make me out to be some partisan hack. I don't care about Democrats or Republican. I don't care about parties. I'm a non-affiliated voter. I've been a Democrat. I was disappointed, had to become a Republican to be different in Oregon. Then I became a, a independent, got tired of that party because they're the same damn thing as everybody else. It's all about whose ass you kiss. And so I'm back to being a non-affiliated voter, but I don't like cheating. And when you make my state look like this, this isn't how Oregon looks. It's how they want it to look. And that is so unfair and it's so wrong. Okay, let's talk about something else that's wrong. Mandating vaccines for, for people um, in this state, in businesses and anyway. So the newest news is healthcare workers and firefighters filed a lawsuit. Um, to overturn the governor's vaccine mandates Yam in Yamhill and Lincoln counties. Uh, the Oregon Court of Appeals now did, a, I called an attorney, Alan Thayer. So here's the background. The Oregon Court of Appeals upheld um, Governor Brown's Emergency Powers Act on the, uh, a case that was Elkhorn's Baptist Church. Now remember, Kate Brown also appointed all those judges. So you wonder how that happened. I, I'll let you guess. But what she cannot do is change federal law. And that is why it's so important that when you ask for a mandate, that you ask for an, a religious accommodation, not an exemption. Do not ask for an exam, exemption. You want to ask for a religious accommodation under the federal law. So Alan Thayer is going to be hosting. The guy we had on last week telling you about this is going to be hosting tonight um, a Zoom meeting at 530 and I'm gonna put up the information. This is the information right there um, that you can look at. That's how you get on. 
The passcode is right on there. It starts at 5.30 and you can anybody can come. It's free. And he's going to answer your questions and find out what it is that you want to know. But he's going to talk you through that process uh, tonight. Again, that's live at 530. Um, and we want to thank Alan for doing that because he's been really good. And a lot of you have been really receptive to that. I'm going to leave it up there for a second uh, just so you can see it um, and know that that's what's going on. So, you guys, I wish I could tell you what to do about this redistricting. I would. But, but what I would do. One thing I would do is I'd be writing Kotech, every legislator, every lawmaker that's in your area, and I'd be telling him that this is unacceptable. Um, the the greasy wheel, the squeaky wheel, is what it is. Is what gets the gets the you get to you get the action, and Oregon needs to be really squeaky on this because this was this has been we've been lied to. We were told this is what's going to happen, and now it's been backed off of, and. Uh, and that makes it unfair to all of us here in Oregon. And it just oh, it just makes me madder than a hornet. And that just came down. So be sure that you're talking to people and make sure that you are doing something about it, not just complaining on here. Kotech from Yamhill County doesn't care about our freedoms. Um, I'm beginning to wonder who does, um, honestly. Um, and this has been going on since way back with Bill Bradbury. And uh, the last person... Um, that, that uh, in history that I can tell, uh, who really drew the lines fair, his name was Phil Kiesling. And he was also a Democrat and Secretary of State. And he drew those lines so fair that when he went to run for governor, his party and the unions blackballed him because he hadn't done what they told him to do. Because he did what was fair for Oregon. And he was a Democrat. So it's not a Democrat or Republican issue. Um, it's a, it's a disease and cheating is now, doesn't matter how you win, it's just that, that you get there. And I just think it's absolutely disgusting. So anyway, that, I'm gonna put up one more comment. Isn't it important to be safe? I work for elders and the public at large. It's very important to be safe. It is Heather, um, but you don't mandate medical treatment. I heard somebody, actually it was Bill Maher, uh, you know, the guy who's kind of a libertarian, but a little left and a little right sometimes. You never know. And he was on a special a couple of days ago or uh, Jimmy Kimmel or something. My, my train's going to go by. And he was talking and he was saying, um, you know, this is like if somebody was if somebody was in a car accident and they got in a wreck and they weren't wearing their seatbelt and they got to the hospital would you say at the hospital you don't get treatment because you weren't protecting yourself so we're not going to treat you if you're a smoker and you get cancer do we turn to you when you get cancer no we wouldn't it's disgusting will we turn to you and say you're not taking care of yourself we're not going to help you and that's what's happening around the state um and and um i just had somebody from uh write me and say what you're saying about phil keesing is absolutely right yeah it's because i know my shit I ran for that office and I know, and that's what happened. That's what happens when you're fair. When So, oh God, I am so angry. <laughs> when you're fair in Oregon, you ask questions in Oregon, you get shut up. That's not Oregon. That is not the Oregon I live in or, or want to live in. Um, we're a state where, where, where rugged individualists and people are supposed to have their own opinions. So Heather, yeah, if you think that having mandates, then you and I are on the opposite ends of the thing. I think you give people a choice 
and you let them to make the right choice. Is getting the vaccine best? Well, some people are going to say yes and some are going to say no, but that's still their right because we still live in a free country. And uh, that's and anything else is just absolutely bullshit. So anyway, okay, I'm going to transition. Poor Greg. <laughs> you get to come in on the tail end of that. Oh, I forgot it all this mess. I forgot to tell you our show tonight is sponsored by Chris Dental Family Dentistry. If you want a dentist who believes in civil liberties, if you want a dentist who doesn't check for vaccination or non-vaccination status, if you want a dentist who doesn't give a shit what you believe, but just cares that you're a good person, that's the guy you should go to. In fact, Greg went to him because he heard the commercials and started going to him. And that a lot of people are doing that because you know what? You can't. So I went to I was going to go to a, a, a theater and I and and you had to have the you had to, it was mandated. You have to have the passport. And I love this theater, but for Medicare and there's a bunch of stuff you need to know. Uh, in, in order to do that. So I'm bringing Greg on here. Here's Greg. Greg Olson. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? So you got on a frisky show here, but yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, are, are you calmed down a little bit? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to get my Medicare going. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the enrollment period, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, you were telling me there's a book, you know, like this thick that people can go through and that's what you'll get if you go in and, and people like yourself are paid not by the, the client, but by the insurance companies to help people get through the process. So not just take a number. It's like, I'm going to walk you through this process. Exactly. So you can choose to go through the government and get that, but we call it the Medicare maze and it truly is a maze. And so people like me, Medicare trained agents um, can really help you uh, narrow that whole thing down and ask you uh, pertinent questions to help you find the kind of plan that fits your particular situation. It's not a one size fits all. Cause don't a lot of people, Greg, get in there and like there's, cause there's, there's so many different, like to, for drug choices, for plans, there's plan B, plan C, you know, all these little plans. And I don't know about you, but well, not you, cause you're an expert, but like my wife and I would sit down even with our insurance plan and we're going, I don't know. I don't know quite what to do. So that's what you do, not right. just Medicare, but other plans as well. But you explain this to people. Right. So so just to be clear, this season that's coming up starts October 15th okay, and runs through December 7th. And that is for people that have Medicare Advantage and want to review, maybe make changes, maybe not. Uh, these plans change a little bit every year. They tweak them. Um, there's different kinds of coverage. The, the prescription part of Medicare Advantage um, is really, really important for people that obviously have uh, some medications. And we go through there. We, we enter your prescriptions into the database. It then comes and gives us the plans in the area that cover the best, what the actual cost of the drugs are going to be, um, and which plan then uh, can, can fit you uh, the best. The other uh, thing that we do uh, during this period of time, um, if you have a Medicare supplement, and that's a different world, and I've got a little cheat sheet, uh, I call it Medicare 101, and it explains the two different worlds between Medicare Advantage and Medicare supplements. But if you have a supplement, like a Plan F or a Plan G or a Plan N, in addition to that, you have a prescription drug plan, a Part D, okay? So that can also be reviewed 
between uh, October 15th and December 7th. So Tom says 16 options to crew you. My agent got me coverage and the insurance coverage changed ownerships and my pills for allergies went up. It's a, it's a lot of things, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Tom, that's, that's the perfect reason to review. And we do what's called a formulary. We take your list, we put it in the software and boom, it spits out the best plans available for your particular situation. So here's it. This, this is just a smile one. Uh, Greg, but which one covers ivermectin? <laughs> uh, we would have to put it in. It depends on the county. Uh, a lot of these plans are negotiated countywide. Um, so I can't answer that specifically, but we can uh, once we have your information. Okay. So, it, it, and once you do it too, that I think it's really important for people to understand because once you sign, uh, you kind of get the, once it's done, th that's a year. If you, if, yeah. if you don't do it right. Yes, unless, so there are, there, there are some exceptions to that. Um, when you, If you were to make a change during the, it's called the AEP, the annual election period, October 15th to December 7th, um, that new plan then goes into effect on January 1st, okay? And then you can have a couple of months to try it out. If you don't like it, then between January 1st and March 31st, we can make an additional change. Somebody came on and uh, the Salt Lakers and says some of these questions are rhetorical. I know I'm not putting them all up. It's it's all people asking about the monocolor, you know, every all all that kind of stuff. So I'm not putting those up because I know you guys are just having some fun with us here. Um, so how do people get in touch with you? And again, this is I, I want to remind people this is not costing them anything. Um, the insurance company actually pays you to do this to help to, probably to, to keep from them having to handle all the mistakes that get happened. That's exactly right. Um, I have a, uh, an email that is greg.olson, O-L-S-E-N, at mysbgplan.com, which is Senior Benefit Group, um, or feel free to call me at 541-913-3515. So there's your um, I, I kind of missed Tom's question there, but. Oh, Tom says, um, my agent no. won't review until this fall, but the change happened in May. The annual com commitment only goes one way, apparently. And that's what, why <laughs> we called it Medicare-less. <laughs> well, there, there are rules when you can, a, a particular kind of plan, Medicare Advantage, again, fall, October 15th to December 7th. Uh, if you have a supplement, you can. We should review that also. Um, you can change that anytime you want to. You may have to go through underwriting, and except in Oregon, there's a law called uh, the birthday rule, and that means that uh, if you have a supplement, you want to change your supplement. Uh, we can do that during your birthday month, and it's guaranteed issue. No medical questions asked. So, what was your phone number again, Craig? Four one nine one three. Three five one five. Okay, I'm gonna stick that in there too. So people, that's the number you call. And okay, now the last thing I want to ask you: What about guys my age? You know, like sixty-two. We're, I'm not eligible yet, um, but that's coming up. And what do I need to kind of know? I would uh, say that about six months before your birthday, we need to start the process. So you should give me a call. I'll walk you through what needs to be done. You have to get your original Medicare Parts A and B in force. 
Um, and then from there, we can decide what kind of supplemental insurance you might want. Okay. So do you have a website or is it just that, that address, the email address, right? Just the email address. Yep. And you see that he said great last name, by the way, that's Rick Olson with there an E. Yeah. <laughs> All you Danes on my show. <laughs> well, Greg, thank you so much. Is there anything else you need to tell people to let them know? Um, it doesn't matter what you have. If you think you're happy with it, um, again, these plans change every year. Most of the plans are getting better and better. Um, so again, maybe what you have has some additional benefits that you don't know about. So we can help you uh, be aware of that. And again, if your formulary, if your drug list doesn't quite match where you are today, then let's find a plan that covers your prescriptions better. All right. Greg Olson, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. We Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. Oh, man, you're welcome. Okay, you guys. So um, we're going to go back again. Remember, 530 tonight, um, Alan's having that meeting, um, and you can get on there. I want to show you tomorrow night. Uh, we have somebody that you guys probably remember who's going to be joining us on a show, uh, kind of looking back at people you know. So do you guys remember this guy? Sun River, man, what a place. You can golf, you can fish, you can hike, you can ski, you can do just about anything. But to do it, you got to get around. And to get around, you got to figure out the circles. So tomorrow night, Al Peterson is going to come on and uh, help figure out the circle. And uh, he promised me that he send me some of his outtakes because he was infamous. And I mean that in a, a totally complimentary way for his outtakes. Um, if you haven't seen the, um, what was it, Gus and Black and Gus um, outtake, it ended up on every single blooper show ever. And um, I'll tell you kind of the little gist of it. It was a black Angus cow was being in the screen and Al didn't see it and was reading the script, but didn't re pre-read the script. I think we'll find out tomorrow. And he said, and in other news, black and Gus were out of coming out of this and they re reads the thing and they came out on the screen because Al didn't see the video because he's reading it. And it comes out to John Fisher and John says, perhaps what that said, Al was black Angus and Al just goes, he can't stop laughing. It's one of the funniest things you've ever seen. So that was that'll be really fun. We'll have him on. We had Shelly Kurtz on last month. We had John Fisher a couple months ago. Um, and I want to play one more thing. We got a couple of minutes before you guys go join um, our our friend uh, Alan. I want to bring back a story. Um, this is from that same special um, on Sun River. This is back in the day. It's a three minute little story from uh, the old Rick Dancer archives. I pulled it out today, so I want you to kind of take a look at this. So watch it, and then we'll be back. Um, have a couple more little comments, and then we'll get you over to Alan. You're probably wondering why we're standing out in the middle of a desert doing a story called Our Town on Sun River. Well, there is a little city out here, sort of, complete with its own vehicles. This is the place where the desert rats live. Desert rats. They're not what you think. It's brutal. The heat and the elements, the rocks, everything. John Melsheimer is a professional desert racer. Started me off when I was young, and it's just kind of grown into a full-blown addiction. A 37-year-old husband, father. Just a hard-working guy. 
Been doing drywall 22 years. Obsessed with dust, dirt, power, and what his truck can get away with. Now, if you're a desert racer, does that make you a desert rat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what you do, it's on your brain. His rig floats over the desert at 120 miles an hour. They maneuver anything and everything. Rocks, riverbeds, doesn't matter. Bring it on. Keeping it together, honestly. It's all about finishing. And when you're beating something that badly, you might not finish, you know? So it's always trying to hang it on that line, going as fast as you can go, making smart decisions, and still keeping the truck in one piece, you know? So you see the finish line. You can't win unless you finish. 8,000 class action right now, first in class. Desert racers know JEM racing. They're good. Here's some video from a race a year ago. This Ben team wins big races. They have the lead. It's constant upkeep. Every time you do a race, the truck is stripped totally down. Look for cracks, look for something that's worn out, look for something that you don't, you know what I mean? So the next race, you're all ready. The engine puts out nearly 700 horsepower. Breakdowns happen often. Flat tires are a huge issue, huge. Running through the rocks and popping tires, you got to get out and change them. And that takes a lot of wind out of your sails. But fixing them is quick. This truck is set up for anything. It keeps fresh air blowing in your helmet so you can breathe. Because we have no windshield and dust in your face, you know, it's no good. <laughs> it's super cool. It's what we do. Yeah, I don't, I'm not bored at all. I'm not bored at all. Flying over the bumpy ground at 80 miles an hour is way too much fun. It's a lot of money and a lot of work. I, I don't know. I've just always been passionate about it since I've been really little. John says he's got about $150,000 into just the truck. That doesn't count all the other stuff you need to get this thing to the races. So what makes you do it? Adrenaline. Just adrenaline. Just an adrenaline guy. Do you live on the edge? Yeah. Whatever I do. It's kind of my thing. Live life, we're only here for a while, and then you're dead for a long time. <laughs> Desert rats. Insanity. Pushing any and every edge. It's a dream. This is a dream for me, and I never forget that. I never forget that. I thank God every day that I'm blessed and lucky enough to get all my buddies together and come out and do this. You cannot answer the question why. It doesn't make sense. That is, until you get inside experience it for yourself. And as I recall, he did put me in there because I saw my orange shirt when I was riding in there. Was that profound or what? I didn't remember that. I didn't watch the whole story before I put it on there for you. But you're alive for a short time and you're dead for a long time. So too many of us are walking around <clears throat> in life um, our heart's beating, our lungs are breathing, but we're not alive. We're surviving, we're existing. I wanna thrive. I wanna be somebody who like him, um, gets up and is excited about his life. Um, I went to the movies this weekend and saw a movie called The Alpinist um, with a guy I can't remember his last name, his name's Mark, and profound movie. 
but he he takes it to the edge where where other people stop. Um, he goes to the top of peaks in the and uh, in in Patagonia and took it to the edge of, of because he just because spiritually he said it just felt alive like that. And there's a risk when you take it to the edge. But that's what makes it worth living. So, yeah, we started with politics. We went to Medicare, uh, saw a little bit of Al, saw some fun story. Um, but what are you going to do um, in your life to live? And like you said, I love that. I'm going to put that down on a piece of paper. You live for a short time and you're dead for a long time. So you better do it while you're still alive. Um, wow. Love that. So again, tomorrow night, Al Peterson. Um, Wednesday, we're going to be at Elements Health Club at 1030 in the morning. The uh, U of O hockey team is getting trained by Sarah, <laughs> Sarah the Terrible. Um, she's training them over there. So we're going to see what she's doing. And then on Thursday, I got one for you. We have a, a new podcast in town called Truthzilla. And you think I get irritated about things that are screwed up. You should hear these people. And they're going to come on, and some of you, you're going to love them, and some of them, you're going to hate them. And that's what's going to make you come alive. And then on Friday, we're in Vanita at the Emporium, uh, where local crafters and makers uh, sell their wares. Um, and uh, Annie's got a show set up for us out there. We're going to show you all the cool things uh, that are going on out there. So I'm Rick Dancer. Uh, thank you again for joining. Please write your legislative leaders and tell them that this redistricting bullshit is bullshit. And we are about fair Oregon, not about a Republican Oregon or a Democrat Oregon. The only people who give a damn about a Republican Oregon or a Democrat Oregon are the people that live in that work in Salem. The rest of us want a fair Oregon. We want it to be fair. We don't want a super majority running our state so the rest of us can't talk. And if you need help with Medicare, be sure you get a hold of Greg Olson so he can get you through that process. You don't have to do this alone and you don't have to pay for it. And tonight, right now, probably already started, get over to Alan's um, to a Zoom meeting and ask some questions about this ridiculous mandate and how you can get a re religious accommodation um, to stick it back to the, the man <laughs> or woman or whatever to get yourself your civil liberties back. All right, I'm Rick Dancer. We may not agree all the time. That's okay. Guess what? That's Oregon. That's America. And that's just life. Good night.